Welcome, everyone, to the newest episode of the 20 by 20 podcast. This is one of your hosts, Peter. If this is your first time listening, you've picked simultaneously the best place to pick up and maybe the worst place to pick up. This episode is nothing like our other ones, and that's good and bad, because we always talk about how listening to us is like being on a car ride, hanging out with your friends, BSing about wrestling, and that's literally what this episode is all about. Last week, we were at StarCast 3 in Chicago, Illinois, and you're going to go on a little ride with us, literally and figuratively, as we talk to many guests at the event, and we just catch up with each other while we're driving. I don't know if that's legal or not, but we use that time to talk about wrestling and just dissect the weekend. Just to get it out of the way real quick, don't forget to follow 20 by 20 pod and 20 by 20 apparel. That's 20x20 20 by 20 pod 20 by 20 apparel. That is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at gmail.com. And both of those are your dot coms to find all the latest news, pictures, releases, everything from the 20 by 20 banner. So, as noted, last weekend we were at StarCast, and this is going to be a little clip show, very unlike what we've ever done. So, again, if this is your first time listening to us, enjoy this style, but feel free to go back in the archives and listen. We're on Apple, Stitcher, Google, everything you can find, Podbean, or right on the 20x20 website. So go back, enjoy the regular style, which we'll get back to sooner rather than later. But for this episode, we're doing things a little different. StarCast 3 was from Thursday to Sunday, and Thursday we drove from Detroit to Chicago. Once we set up, it was a short day, but it was an eventful day. On Friday morning, we got up, we turned on the microphones, and we decided to talk a little bit about what happened the night before. So the two clips you're about to hear include our Friday morning recap of the Thursday evening activities, and you're going to hear a quick little talk between us and Chicago comedian Marty DeRosa. Marty has a podcast with Sarah. Go look that up. That's Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. They're on all the same platforms that we are. We highly suggest that you go give them a listen. Unfortunately, our audio had a little problem when talking to Marty, but the essence of the conversation was there. So we're going to get right into our Friday morning recap of Thursday evening and our talk with Marty, and we'll be right back. Chop. Uh, uh, tan- salmon. 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 Tangerine. tangerine. All right, let's just jump right into it. This is, uh, what day is this? We are Friday morning. Friday morning, morning yeah. Still early in the weekend. Oh, very early. But we're just tuning in here for a little recap of our Thursday. That's right. So we showed up on uh, Thursday afternoon, set up the old table. We did some pretty good sales, right, boys? Yeah. 
Things are good. Things are good. Rosemont Horizon doing well. Inverted Thunder Driver hat online pop doing well. We also uh, sold a lot of tapes. Yeah. yeah. Not a run on the cassette tapes. And what else did we do? Uh, a couple Kobos. A couple Sportoriums. As we, a couple pins. As we look at the, uh, the wall of gimmicks. Yes. Our we, back turned to the rest of the con. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Greg Valentine to my left. Very upset about something already. Yeah, he was yeah. upset about where they were going to have him do his photo. Okay. I did catch He didn't that. want the, all the guy's stuff in the background, like all the action figures and stuff this guy's selling. That's a good call, though. Yeah. yeah. He wants his own little background. He could come here and have a background of nice t-shirts. That's right. He was at the Rosemont, so. Yeah. Nicely uh, squared up and ready to go from our marketing director. <laughs> Some loud noises here. That shows Our that neighbors we're live. are setting up right now. We are live. So just a quick recap. Thursday. What did we do on Thursday? We saw Tony Schiavone do... Uh, oh, you uh, met Tony Schiavone. I did meet Tony. Oh, Talked about the mud hens for a few. <laughs> let's go backwards. You're correct. I uh, had a meet and greet with Tony. We talked about how this is his last year doing baseball. And uh, yeah, it was very sad. <laughs> but he's a super nice guy. Like of all the guys here, I mean, everyone here is nice, but God... I love Tony Schiavone. Yeah, and watching him at the end of the night. Yeah, at the end of the night we saw him singing P.I.M.P. on karaoke, which was... I called it a night pretty early last yeah. night. Um, <laughs> this is where Steve is checking out because he checked out. myself today. <laughs> he, was, he had a late night the night before and no uh, rest, so... Who else did we run into? Uh, I, I talked to Medusa for a couple minutes. I, um, I was about to say I talked to RJ, but that was at the old wrestling. That was not here. We just always think of RJ. And we do. We ran into SCU... That's right, in the elevator, enjoying yeah. their wine. Drinking a little bit of the Smelling blood. Smelling beautiful. Yeah, they're dressed to nines. <laughs> I said hi to Don West. They smelled beautiful. <laughs> we also talked to a podcasting godfather, Colt Cabana. That's right. He was uh, a fan of the Rosemont Horizon shirt. He said, keep up the good work, guys. He did. He nice, said, nice little motivation. From I, I like those shirts. <laughs> he, was, uh, he did not like, he did not like the original hugger sticker. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I don't like that one, but I like <laughs> the chic one. I'll take this. <laughs> yeah, he was a fan of the chic blood. What, what's the word? Uh, the prismatic sticker? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Steve, are you talking into your court? Yeah, <laughs> I was talking into the court. Like, <laughs> Hello there. It's going to be a long day. Uh, but yeah, Thursday was just kind of a travel day, a little slow here, but... Uh, yeah, walking around, seeing people, but... It's going to th- be a solid day today, I believe. Getting started early. Today is the day. It what is, time is it right now as we're doing this? It is 9.43 a.m. Yeah, it is almost time to open the doors. People are getting ready. We're going to have a lot of stories tonight, guaranteed. I, yeah, I bet. We've got one Kelly Green faded, inverted, Rolling Thunder oh. driver hat left. <laughs> then we will not have that by the time... <laughs> Only one by the time this airs. Drops. It's gone. It will be a long gone. But that's about it. That was just a recap of Thursday. We'll chime back in here and there if we got some fun stories check in post convention hours pre gcw oh yeah what do you think about this setup in case we get anybody over here about the table yeah i think we're good i think we leave it here yeah and uh anyone pops by where we may be looking at joey ryan we're looking at scarlet bordeaux we're looking at mongo yeah right just leave that headset on until they kick us out (laughs) i'm grabbing joey ryan (laughs) today and uh it'll be good so this is just a little check-in and we will uh We'll check talk to you more in. later. Yes, we'll check back in later. Oh my God, that's awesome. Mid-South Coliseum. Oh, the Sportatorium. Oh my God. So, Chris and I are here with Marty DeRosa. What is going on, Marty? Yes, tis I. 
How's it going? Uh, person people's walk by at the convention gone. Who's that? I don't know who that person is. What? Uh, this is awesome. It's good to be here. Why, why would they say that? I don't know. Oh, I think we, uh, we, uh, Sarah and I have a very niche market of the wrestling world. We enjoy niche, as you can see by the stuff yes, we're making. So. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I we're love all it. niche. I so, love it. So we are from Detroit. Yes. So we have a couple questions for you. Fire away. Uh, do you have any Detroit memories? Have you ever come up and uh, um, visited our fun I've done city? comedy in Detroit. I've done wrestling stuff in Detroit. It's a wonderful city. What have you done wrestling-wise in Detroit? Um, we did unprofessional wrestling there. Oh, yeah, you got... Yeah. I'm sorry. That's at, a, uh, yeah, at the... Uh, some punk rock bar. Yeah, we had a great time. time. Yeah. No, and, um, we were there, and I totally... Yeah. Was, uh, spaced out. Um, but as far as wrestling, I wanted... I always wanted to go... Anytime there was, like, a pay-per-view in Detroit, I always felt like, that's close enough. We should go, right? And my dad would be like, I'm not taking you to Detroit for wrestling. Like, I barely take you to the Rosemont Horizon for wrestling. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, you need to come up see us more yeah. often. Uh, Detroit yeah. is a... Happening new town, or new town, wrestling is booming. Listen, I love when, new, when, it, when they make comebacks and everything like that, and uh, I'm into it. After the Sheik killed the territory by not ever putting anybody over, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? What are you talking about? Uh, I've heard. I've heard stories about the Sheik not putting the sheik anybody over. Right here, right here. I, know, I love it. I love it. I love it. Did you think that was a bad part of town? What? Did you think it was a bad part of town? You know you what? Were? I'm used to going to cities and being like, oh, is this good or bad? I never know. I mean, like... I think sometimes if it's like a really bad part of town, I'm like, my little meter goes You'll off, but otherwise yeah. I think most places are just fine. Because it was in Hamtramck, right? It was in Hamtramck. That's yeah, a cool town, yeah. a cool part of town. Yeah, because we always like, you get judged by the coffee shops. If it's like a cool <laughs> coffee shop, I'm like, we're doing all right. Yeah. And if it's not, I'm like, oh, we're not doing all right. I think we were talking to RJ City about that show. Yeah, he was RJ in, was there, yeah. Yes. And he's like, man, that was a scary part of town. And I'm like, it really wasn't. But nah, like, because I'll be a place where people are like, oh man, what a <laughs> scary. And I'm like, it's not, but okay. I also told them, yeah, you're Canadian, so what do you yeah, know? And he just every part of town. You know, gave me a little gross points probably scary for a Canadian. <laughs> oh. <you know? laughs> Next question we yes. have for you. I know this is in your blood. Okay. ICP. Yes. Should they be in the Hall of Fame? Of WWE. course. See of course. again. Anybody, up. Listen. Anybody who was on ECW, right? WWF, WCW, Impact. Like, yeah, you hit all the check marks. Yeah, you're in. You're yeah. In. Got a theme you song, a classic bus. theme song. You fell off a bus. You're in. Yes, you're in. I got fired at the gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Gill was like, "You should do ring announcing." I'm like, "That'd be awesome." And it's like four in the morning. I'm just like, whatever. And I'm doing the ring announcing. And then all of a sudden, uh, Violent J pulls up in a golf cart, and I see him like pointing at me. And I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'm doing such a good job." Violent J is going to be like, "This is great. You're knocking it out of the park." And he just goes, "Are you Marty? Are you Marty?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Come here." And I go, uh, what's up? And he goes, who told you you could do this? And I was like, oh, Kevin said you guys needed it out. He goes, you're done. You're done. He goes, I don't know you, but you're done. And he goes, our guy Legs Diamond always does the announcing. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Kevin said he had another show or something. He goes, don't get don't get hot. I'm not mad. And I'm like, I'm not getting hot. He goes, you're getting hot. Don't get hot. All right. That was our talk with Marty DeRosa. The only things that I think we lost from that episode were him talking about Shaggy 2Dope not coming to his show because he needed a babysitter and us questioning why that was an issue for a grown man. And then also to uh, follow up our question about ICP in the Hall of Fame, we asked who should induct them, and he said Colt Cabana. We... Didn't understand why. We still don't understand why. 
and we'll talk about that in a little bit here on this episode. Don't forget to listen to Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and all the social medias. Being in that room for four days, we had lots of neighbors, uh, lots of different wrestlers and websites and vendors in the community room. Our two closest neighbors had two very distinct and different products. One, we will be talking to you in a minute here, and you will hear uh, the guys from Fandu Belts, F-A-N-D-U-B-E-L-T-S dot com. Go give them a follow everywhere. They specialize in replica belts, and not just your normal replica belts, very high quality replica belts. So go to fandubelts.com, give them a look. Also, to our other side, we were next to the Smack Talk Showdown gentlemen. We will be previewing their product here maybe in a couple weeks, so be on the lookout for that. Follow them on all the social medias. We didn't get a chance to get them on microphone, but they were a part of eh, another interesting part of this episode, which you'll hear a little later on. But back to the guys from Fandu Belt. Again, if this is your first time listening to us, we usually have a top five list that we discuss. And this time, since their business is belts, we were talking our top five favorite wrestling belts. And while we were in the middle of our conversation, we were interrupted by one Colt Boom Boom Cabana. So give this a listen right here. We're talking top five favorite belts, and we're talking to Colt Cabana. Well, what about this five count? You are demanding of officials throughout the World Wrestling Federation, not for a three count, but a five count. The only man, the only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand a five count. You're going to get a five count. Five. All right, we are here on what morning is this? Sunday morning. Yeah. It's Star- finally wrapping up. Starcast before we we're opened up. And we are here with our good buddy whose name and company we don't know. <laughs> Matt Schoolfield with uh, Fandu Belts. We've only been sitting next to him for four days straight. Yeah, we, right. We have not exchanged pleasantries. I, uh, I gave them a follow, so I knew the name of the company. See? That's a lot. You I'm a professional, unlike you. <laughs> it's true. Pro- it's true. Making <laughs> contacts. Anyway. We assumed he owned this place, to be honest. <laughs> well, so. he runs the joint, and I just hang around and do nothing. Which is fine. I stood in line for CM Punk for three hours yesterday. While <laughs> what you... a mark. <laughs> Anyways, uh, their business is belts, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we deal in replica belts. Um, everything from the big gold to the Andre 87 classic tags. Belts are kind of our business in uh, within wrestling. And that's a good business to have. I mean, how many shows do you walk into and if someone's got a It's wild, man. Um, you know, we've, we've been around since about 2015. It started out, it was pretty small. A few people were buying. Now then, you can't go to a WWE show without seeing a WWE, without seeing a Fandu belt there. Um, I mean, one of our belts even made it in one of the uh, a Tribute to the Troops promos that they oh, did, nice. which was really cool. Yeah. Um, Triple H taking a photo with some fans those so um it's really grown over the years and it's kind of turned into a hobby people collect these things like baseball cards now yeah 
you and know. seeing those in person definitely makes you look at all the other replicas now differently when we've been sitting and staring at these like oh man I put my winged eagle away because it doesn't look as cool anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, you know it's crazy man they, they've changed over time like 99 was kind of when that whole replica belt thing started WCW sold a uh, one millimeter version of the big gold on QVC mm-hmm. for like a hundred bucks <laughs> they're terrible I mean they're so paper thin that like you hit your friend with it in the face and it'd break in half <laughs> kind of thing um now that we're doing stuff that's eight millimeters it's cast from the real plates that's awesome. from the actual ring belt um just a lot of changing over time and people want to see perfect stuff they want to hold the same thing brett held they yeah. want to hold the same thing rick held and we got to meet that demand yeah i never got a belt i just did never i know you have the winged eagle but i never got into it i think i just never had the space or money yeah I also don't want to be the guy who walks into <laughs> Raw wearing the, like the the baby John Cena belt. Like that's our up. favorite belt, Mark. <laughs> the one with the kid size wearing it on the shoulder. Yeah, like Garrett. <laughs> Man, the uh, we actually saw ran into a guy last night at All Out that was completely dressed like Cena, including Spinner. Did uh, see that guy? It yeah. was really unique. I was like, that's an interesting place to wear that too. But uh, hey. he seemed to be having a good time, even though everybody was walking by like, what is this guy doing here? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So, uh, we have our five count, which is, uh, we name a top five of whatever we're discussing for the day. So, uh, we're talking belts today. Even though there's only three of us, we just want to go on a quick little, oh, maybe we have a fourth member. Can we, uh, can we jump on in? We're, we're talking to, uh, Mr. Colt Cabana. Hi, sorry that I've taken your microphone from the team. That's okay. Uh, I was, I'm looking at, I'm looking at more shirts. That I, I got a Rosemont Horizon shirt, which was amazing. It fit me so well. And I was like, oh, I want to. I think I want another one, but I don't know what I want. Um, I don't know. That's okay. They're so good. They're so good. You guys have such good stuff. What are we talking about? So uh, we got two quick things for you. Look, can we jump into cult real quick? We'll yeah, come back to us. Can we ask this you this plan segment that we've had? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll jump right into you and we'll loop around. We're from Detroit. You're right. So two quick things for you. One, any good memories of Detroit? I know we used to see you at AT Hawk. Yeah. Uh, we've seen you at uh, St. Andrews Hall. Like we've seen you all over I used the place. To, I used to wrestle. At the Hot Rocks Cafe, where uh, I, I believe ICP and Eminem got in a fight, yes. and we would wrestle there. Uh, oh, one of my favorite things is I wrestled Skull Gans at the Hot Rocks Cafe. <laughs> I think we, you told that on a podcast, but please oh, tell us. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, Skull Gans was... He was just, he's just like, Talk about right. old school brother of like Detroit, like late 90s. Yeah. Like you always talk about the and Bundys and he like had and like maybe one dark match or something. So everyone was like, oh my God, this guy's like a legend. <laughs> and uh, he was like, I'm a heel. Everyone hates me. This is going to be easy. I was like, all right, I'll be the baby face. I'll try to get over as much as I can. And he just went out and was like, what's up, everybody? Detroit rules. And started slapping everyone's hands. And I was like, uh. And then I came out next, and they like hated my guts. And I was trying to be a good guy. And I was pretty young in wrestling. So uh wasn't that successful, but that's my memory of Skull Gans. But there's so there's just so many. You've been to Detroit so many times. Yeah, so hard many times. Gene Austin roaming around. Right, like. <laughs> but uh, Death Dealer Tommy Starr. Of course, Death Dealer Tommy Starr and Mr. Insanity and just uh, all of these. They, they all have a, a spark for me. Also, when I got fired from WWE and um, I was like, I don't know if I could be a wrestler. You know, I, I don't know, like, uh, it, you know, if I could still maintain this like wrestling lifestyle because I don't know how much was out there still ICP started booking those Wednesday shows yes. every other week and so I would have like a Wednesday Friday Saturday Sunday I was like I was, I'm wrestling more than I was in Florida so like that gave me a lot of um, 
I don't know what confidence. To confidence, yeah, like that. I knew I could do it, and th- and that was implanted to me by Insane Clown Posse. Those so. were great. I mean, not to sidetrack, but when you had the belt in the bag, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. Right? Oh, yeah. you, know, you were wrestling Eugene, and the stuff you would say that is not PC to yeah, say right now. Well, fair it's like, enough. We talk about that all the but time. I had, I, yeah, I loved I, that. I had the evidence bag, and I had the belt in. Right. I thought that we, was so fun. We still talk about that. <laughs> and uh, IWF. I mean, that like 2001, two, three era was all like. IWA Mid-South kind of coming to us, but we've talked about, we have like a, a, an episode about our favorite shows that we've been to. When IWF ran, was that 06? There were four shows, but they were like in the American Serbian Hall, mm-hmm. and it was you, Hero, Claudio, Kingston, Sweeney, like, mm-hmm. but there was 15 people there. Uh, America Dragon? Yes. I, I rest, me, and, me and Dragon and Hero had that three-way. Yes. Excalibur was that yeah. one of those? Like, right, they were trying <laughs> to do PWG before PW, yeah. you know, before it blew up. They were trying to make the, and it's what AAW has done now. It's just like, they're like, okay, let's just spend all the money and get all the guys and a great product will come. I and, hate to and say, Huck was trying to do that. Yeah, I hate to say that Detroit is like a bad wrestling town, but like they have a niche. Like 300 people will go see Mr. Insanity and Deranged kill each other, <laughs> but that show by it was right by Andrew's house. 15 people. Like yeah. it was but I loved you all four of those. You know my too and I give him oh. shit all the time. <laughs> I, I hope Go ahead. I, hope we have I got the same Ray Rowe booked for that before anyone knew who he was. He wasn't a thing. I got him booked because I was like, I think this guy could be great, and he just no showed. Oh, and I give Ray Rowe shit forever. And I was like, Well, your career's going nowhere. I'm never helping you ever again. He was at one of those because he wrestled two of Martini's guys in Dark Lotus Mask, and they were uh, they had like shitty names, and yeah, he just wasted Maybe them. Maybe he felt but... bad that I I gave him so much shit. He's like, I better make these shows. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about when Hero did the flip off the top rope and almost killed the announcer. That was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Um, so, second part that we talk about, and you'll be perfect for it, Insane Clown Posse. Whoop, whoop. WWE Hall of Fame or not? <laughs> I don't think they'll give them any recognition or anything. Maybe they should. Dude, someone's on my team. Do they have Do they have figures? Oh, wow. Uh, not through them. No, not like officially. They have their own, but not right. like licensed. I, I'll talk to Hawkins and Ryder. Uh, who have that fi- that mm-hmm. wrestling figure podcast that I listen to? That I like. I think that's the first step. Let's get them some figures, and then let's get them to the Hall of Fame. Because then we also ask if you think they should go in, who would induct them? Marty said you should induct them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, like let's talk about like Vampire, I think Kurgan, like, Kurgan should. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah, he's just like, no, Colt would be great. I'm like. Can we, I'm not uh, disparaging your. I don't your... think I'm allowed anywhere near that. <laughs> um, so before we were so rudely interrupted by you coming by, we, yes. were, t- we were talking about favorite belts because our friends here are uh, replica belt makers. Okay. Do you have a favorite all-time belt? Just I, for the look, the feel, yeah, maybe something I mean, I, you held. I just, I just did a trade. I traded all my DVDs for some stuff over there at a, at a guy's booth, and I grabbed this. It was like a 1986 Titan official. 8 by 10 with Hulk Hogan and the, wing, and the winged eagle. And, like, that's what I grew up on. And it's a classic. The winged eagle, that's, that's, that's what I remember. To me, that's wrestling. So yeah. That's good. I would say that. Yeah. Right. And I love those, um, those tag team titles that, like, the Quebecers had. And, like and the, the, I call them, like, the Heart Foundation. Demolition, era. yeah. Yeah, those tag team belts were pretty iconic also. Well, Colt All taken right. two. That's okay. There's a lot. <laughs> what <laughs> I do? <laughs> you took two out of the five picks, but that's okay. Because we have a top five. Oh, you didn't explain to... the rules to Colt. Yeah, that's, no, it's that's okay. your fault. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bad host. Uh, All right, cool. I will. Uh, we can pause this. We'll let you shop. Yeah, and we'll I want a T-shirt. I think. All right. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for Colt. catching up. Yeah, Colt, get out of here. 
So uh, we are back from our quick break. Rudely sorry, interrupted. Sorry for the rude interruption. Yeah, guys, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, is, this is like, like you uh, have a girlfriend over and then your ex calls. You're like, I got to take this call. <laughs> sorry, guys, it's my mom. You know. yeah. <laughs> so we are, we're talking belts. Top five favorite belts. Colt picked fucking two that anyone would pick. Yeah, I mean, those okay. are Hall of Fame. Top yeah, level. Hall of Fame worthy. He picked the uh, winged eagle and the, and the classic tags. The, yeah, classic yeah, yeah. tags. Which uh, are available from our good friends over here. Yeah, they absolutely both are. Who wants to go next? Chris, you go next. Um, so what's your favorite belt that's not those two? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Uh, we were discussing this yesterday, the ECW pre-red hardcore looking, you know, uh, early 90s ECW world title. Okay. That's vague. Weird. I love it. I don't know. No, Maybe just a it's one. a nostalgic thing from childhood being such a fan of that. That's back when their belts were like block font that looked like it was printed off of like yeah. Word. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like letter cast uh, yeah. screen print blocks. Yeah. You mean Todd Gordon didn't have the money to have a <laughs> giant replica belt or a giant belt made? At least that belt had side plates. Their, uh, yeah. their TV title at the time looked like a cigar wrapper. Yeah, <laughs> we were discussing that. That's what I used to do as a kid. I would take my dad's cigar wrappers and use them for a fig feds. That's a good one. What uh, I know you are just dealing belts you know, up to your elbows, but do you have a singular favorite that you can pick? Just you I know, know it changes. Like, yeah, no, our no, picks no. change over time. Tomorrow we could pick something totally different. It all starts with me with the big gold. You know, like that's the belt. You know, I talked about this a few weeks yesterday. We're always surprised that they finally retired it because it was around for so long. But it's a cool story of how it came to be. Um, Flair basically went to a uh, belt buckle shop in Vegas and had it commissioned, had it made. And, I mean, it, it had a long run. You think about it. I mean, it was used all the way through, you know, mm-hmm. from NWA to WCW all the way through then WWE making their own version of it to push forward as well. Um, there's just so much history that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, frankly, there, there hasn't been another belt with a design like it. You know, it's unique, it's different. Um, right. There's nothing that really looks like it. I agree. That's yeah. Talk about classic, and that stood the test of time. Uh-oh, we have some more people. Well, we're going to get a guest in here in a minute. I have two in mind, but like my main one that I always go back to, I have to go classic IC. So like Macho Man, Steamboat, yeah, yeah. Honky Talk Man, you two get over here. EG's not going to talk, but um, I mean that's my era. I know we just picked three of like the late '87s, but like no, no. I don't know. If I got one be- black strap or you know the normal strap, yeah, not black the strap yellow, sure. not the gold, yeah, yeah, maybe the gold, but like the gold, gold yeah. dust, the gold dust, <laughs> yellow, white, cool. purples, yeah, yeah. no, can't do it. We're talking favorite belts of all time. I know- Ring Eagles number one. That's like you can't top it. Don't you know how to work a mic? Give him your mic. <laughs> This is uh, Rex, a.k.a. Knox Money, is a former uh, guest on the show. Winged Eagle. Uh, Winged Eagle already got picked. So pick the one we were just talking about yesterday. Uh, can I pick the hardcore title, the Winged Eagle? With Give me your dude. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my backup was going to be the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA, the Harley. Okay, yeah. the, well, thanks for thinking of that now. Get out of here. Thanks, EG. <laughs> thanks for contributing. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm, I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, doors have opened and we're uh, fielding business and friends walking by. And, uh, so, yeah, that's our top five, six, whatever. It's yeah. our favorite belts. There's lots of good belts out there's, there. There's tons of good ones. There's tons of bad ones, too. You oh, know. what's your favorite bad belt? Oh, man, bad belt? Like a professional. Is there a professional bad? I didn't think about There's some that. pretty bad belts. I mean, like, frankly, the like the current WWE tags. Yeah. Um, I feel or like all terrible man are pretty bad. I mean, I, the main roster ones. Yeah, I agree. I get it, but they're also really easy to produce and create replicas of and make a ton of money on. It. And I mean, 
belts kind of didn't become a hobby till a few years after they started making replicas. Like I said earlier, I mean, there's guys that want one of everything. And yeah. it, it's a multi-million dollar a year product for WWE. So something that they wild. can produce quickly and get out there, great. Yeah. Well, no. You'll never see anything like the spinner again that's so ornate mm-hmm. like all over the place. They'll never do it again. Yeah. What about the Divas belt? That was like the butterfly. The butterfly? <laughs> Dude, so the butterfly belt is really one of my favorites because it's such a joke. Um, this is what we're all about, a stuff that's so bad that we like it. Like, oh. This is going down a good path. Oh, the, yeah, the butterfly belt's fantastic. Um, some of the old 80s stuff is really, really bad, too. Mm-hmm. Like, really bad. Um, ECW's cigar band belt is really bad. Um, frankly, I'm not a fan of the big green. I know a lot of people like that belt. Mm-hmm. It was, it's a trophy shop belt. It was made at a trophy shop, and when they were done with it, they threw it in a dumpster. <laughs> they literally threw it in a dumpster. That's sad. So, I mean, that's how much... That's uh, the quality of it. Yeah, that's how much prestige that held the guys like Hogan and stuff, you know? So they were big fans of that one, too. We've never talked about it on here, but the uh, Sheik, the U.S. belt that's, that he used to wear in Detroit. That's one they picked, yeah. Yeah, it's got a... The United States map. It was a maroon belt, right? Yeah. With just a huge U.S. on the front. It's kind of bad, but, I mean, it's iconic for Detroit. Well, you know, that's the inspiration for the new NWA U.S. title. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, they, uh, um, it's funny, because that... That's such a weird belt, mm-hmm. but you'll find people that'll pay tons for that if it ever runs runs out, you know. And uh, actually, you can buy replicas of the new version for like thirty five hundred bucks oh, wow. at this point, which is crazy to me. But people will pay it. Yeah. Didn't uh, XICW? We have a local fed XICW. Didn't they just do the U.S. Yeah. title? I don't know how good of quality it is, but they re- recreated that for their okay. I think local it looks similar to it. Yeah. Did Michael Elgin win it? I think so. I don't know if he still has it. Uh, it's one of those where you give the title to a local guy, or a not local guy, and then I'm like, they're never come, around. Did he ever come back and defend that? Talk yeah, about. you know, it, some of that stuff's funny. Like, I've got a funny belt story really quick. So the, the 24-7 title that everybody loves right now, they just laugh at and everything like that. <laughs> well, the, the, everything around it is Yeah, great. everything the, around it is great. The, the, the title The belt is terrible. The belt, yeah. it, it reminds me of like a clock in a diner in the 50s. Well, that's what they, they <laughs> should know? have went full-blown, like they should have had a working clock Coming. on it. Like it was yes. just, it's like just to the edge where it's so bad, it's not good. Right, it's not it quite the a, hardcore title, but it's yeah, close. Yeah, it needs to go over the edge of being bad. So when it came out, we've got a few groups that we work with and stuff like that. This guy comes up, he's like, they stole my gimmick, man. They stole my gimmick. And he shows us this, like, indie belt that he had had made that just said 24-7 defend any time. He's like, they stole this from me. This was my idea. I'm like... I, I have a shitty idea. They dude, took it, too. There's been 24-7 belts around for 20 years, man. Like, they didn't directly steal your title yeah. design to make this thing. Man. I think they stole it from DDT. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Like, this stuff's been around. Yeah. It's, you know? But it's, it's always funny. It's people are like, oh, they, they clearly took my idea. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> they found your little WWE somewhere. Yeah, WWE's not searching out your Facebook page yeah. to find out what you're doing there. Real quick, now you just brought it up. Do you see a difference in, like, belt quality internationally? Maybe now that the world is so much smaller, you, yeah, yeah. you don't. But, like, it, do you look at, like, you know, England and be like, oh, my God, their belts are awesome. Or, like, you're, so you're, you know, you're 100% right, man. Um, like, take a look at even WWE's a great example, right? So look at the see, U.S. I'm belts. Right. See, someone appreciates <laughs> me. Get at, out of here, Chris. Right? Here. Look at the U.K. belts. And let, look at the intricacies into those. They've got the, you know the big lions with like the the long like flowing waves kind of coming off mm-hmm. the back of them. All that like ornate design, things like that. UK belts are very traditional. You look at New Japan. Everything they have has tons of design. There's tons of flowering. All mm-hmm. this design. They spend a ton on the belts. And then you go to like, until Naito wrecks them. Yeah. Until yeah. <laughs> so what's funny, by the way, is the uh, the IC title after the after he destroyed that one, they went and bought a bootleg. They didn't even have their they didn't even have Milliken produce another belt for them. They went and got a bootleg. <laughs> That's great. So they paid like two hundred fifty. Bucks, and that's the belt they use. That's now. the one they're using yeah, now. It's that's awful. crazy. It's awful. <laughs> I thought they just took the little jewels and <laughs> filled it in. Like, I need a skittle here and a thing there. Steve, I was in the house. What's your favorite belt of all time? Of all time? Yeah. 
Uh, you can just pick one. I know it's tough. It is very tough. Uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's not, we didn't talk about that's a great that one. choice. That was a good one. That's a great choice. And then you got to talk about like which version and all that stuff. But now I'm getting to like a nerd yeah, level. Nobody yeah, wants to hear about on this. We'll podcast. catch up later for that. Yeah, we'll have a longer <laughs> podcast. About we'll call. That. We'll have a call with you. All right, we're getting busy here, or we're not getting busy, but the room is. We're just sitting here in the corner. <laughs> we'll save all this for another day when we can talk about every belt in the in the world. All right, that's it for now. I'm sure we'll be back with an update for today later. Thanks yep. for being on. We appreciate Absolutely, it. man. Thanks for having us, and feel free to check out our website, www.fandubelts.com. That's F-A-N-D-U-B-E-L-T-S.com. Check out Facebook and Instagram as well. Thank you once again to Fandu Belts and to Colt Cabana. If you don't listen to Colt Cabana's podcast, I don't know what podcast you listen to because that is pretty much the original wrestling podcast that everyone should be listening to so that conversation took place on sunday morning before doors opened and as doors were opening sunday was a little less eventful than friday and saturday were but still eventful nonetheless we had a very successful weekend all the way around uh sunday was a lot of packing up getting ready to go kind of decompressing from the whole weekend Our next two clips come from the very end of Sunday. First, you're going to hear our conversation as we were driving home. This takes everything into consideration, everyone we talked to, everything that we did. So it's a nice little wrap-up of the whole weekend in general. Then following that, we're going to dive into a conversation with the last person we talked to, just as doors were closing. So... Listen to our Sunday roundup right here, and then stay tuned for a very special guest, Mr. Joey Janella. Julius in my mind. It's loud. I don't even know how the song goes. I'm it's a bad <laughs> boy. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, we are driving home from Astronomicon. Is there a law against driving and potting? Jesus, you don't have to talk that loud. Sorry, salamander. We are in the car. We are driving home from... Did I say Astronomicon? (laughs) We are driving home from StarCast 3. It is Sunday afternoon, and uh, we're just talking in the car, recapping what went on. We have uh, Chris driving. Howdy. I am uh, sitting shotgun, and in the back seat we have Jacob, young boy Hootski. Uh, do you want to talk into the mic? Can you pick that up? We've got to share this one between the two of us, but... Yeah, but you have to, like, talk into it. Yeah. Are we good here? <laughs> hey, are we good here? <laughs> yeah, we're good. And we have Steve. Hello, everyone. Yeah, you... Oh, jeez, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> What's that? Why would it be any different? So, what's going on in the last couple days? What have we done? Oh, man. A whole hell of a lot. We, uh... It feels like uh, watching Tony sing karaoke was eons ago. Oh. And that was Thursday night, and that was only, what, four days ago? That was a long time ago. Did we, we didn't talk about that, did we? I don't even remember. I think we touched on it. Uh, so what else happened? Let's talk about, uh... We went to GCW. Yes. Good ass show. One of the best really shows show. I've seen live since... ECW back in 97 it had that same vibe to me punk rock as hell they were selling beers and MDK <laughs> all fucking day what does MDK stand for make daddy 
You can say it. Make daddy come. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I know everyone thought that was the best show of the weekend, but I'm just, I don't know. We're going to do a, a quick recap. Everyone could say top three shows of the week, or top three matches of the weekend. Yeah. Sure. I would say Lucha Brothers, number one, for sure. Well, yeah. So we ended all, all ended up going to All Out, too. True, yes. So last minute, we all got tickets to that. So we went to both shows. And we're going to talk about our favorite matches of the shows, of both combined? Sure, yeah. Sure, well, go ahead. I'm going Lucha Brothers and Buck stealing the show, stealing the whole weekend. That was lights out. And then number two, Gangrel and Orange Cassidy was, it was like Hogan and Rock at WrestleMania. Those two tore <laughs> oh the house God. down. People were losing it. And then it might be a tie between the ladder match for the GCW fanny pack. Oh my god. And the uh maybe the Sean Spears Rhodes match. I kind of dug that one. Do you like that one? Yeah, I I feel like every match Cody does is just well mapped out. I agree with that. I'd probably say the same thing but swap it out and do the uh the Cracker Barrel match. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I forgot about That's that. That's probably in my top 3. That may be my number 1. <clears throat> the Cracker well, the Cracker Barrel match would be Darby Allen and Joey Janela and boy, Joey Janela. our boy. We'll be talking about that in a minute. <laughs> and and uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we have Steve in the back, right? Hello, uh-huh. Steve. Yep. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Now that we're talking uh, AEW, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we posed this to uh, Rob in the last episode, but I don't who's think Rob? Would, Rob would be the person who filled in for you on the G1 episode. All right. If you have to pick. Kenny or Cody? Like one of them just goes away. Who who do you who's your favorite of the two? Uh, Kenny's my favorite of the two, but I feel Cody's more important to the business, if that makes sense. Because he's back there in Gorilla doing all kinds of wild shit. I don't know if Kenny's doing that too, or Kenny's like, more just talent over there. And like the ways, like I said, the ways matches are kind of make me think like more crossover appeal. Maybe that's a tough question. Yeah, like I would always think Kenny is the default. But Cody's matches are always so good. Doesn't matter. Kenny's a job guy now in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> that match was real good. I, I liked, enjoyed it, yeah. I liked him and Pac. Yeah, Pac um, was really that. He's he, still- it's Pac. <laughs> when he gave him the Sparta kick, that was, was sweet. <laughs> yeah, that they, was they dope. Didn't, they didn't show that on the replay, but that was real oh, yeah. sweet. He hit him with the, like, the last time with that belt, and then he kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice series there at the end that was high quality. I, I, that match may be in my top three of the weekend. I would say that, the three-way, Cracker Barrel, and, yeah. uh... Anything from GCW was cool, because the buckets of beer were flowing. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a, uh... A lot of beer. Toasty night there. <laughs> Late night. Late. Late. <laughs> Doors were at 11 for that show. It went into the wee hours of the yeah. evening. We got home at, uh, I don't even know what time. It was close to 3. 3. Oof. A little late for me. I'm an old man. I don't know. I think Chris was hovering over my bed around four o'clock with the glowing light. <laughs> I need to feet. get some uh, white noise going on your cell phone for me. Yeah, unfortunately, we Pete all, snores, and we are all in the same room. Come on, no one believes that. That's okay. It's a shoot. Snores is an understatement. <laughs> that is a shoot. Pete snores his ass off. It's it's dry. The hotel room was dry. I'd hate to see you in Vegas. <laughs> no, that's a nice. That's a dry heat. There's no. Uh, you know, you know what, the, what I'm saying? I hear you. There's no allergies. Steve, what was your top three? I didn't hear your... Uh... Uh, I'm pretty much in agreement with you on the three. I think I'm down 
with the the same picks that you had. One and two are for sure like not even a debate, but three yeah, maybe I could shuffle. Three you could out. sub out for the the Cody pack match. That was good. You mean uh, Kenny? What did I say, Cody? Kenny? Yeah, 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 Kenny. What about Hangman Page coming out on a goddamn horse? That was a spectacle. That's that was it was tight. kind of a like a letdown after that Lucha Brothers match though. That to like go into the just a straight title match. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm it's surprised. Like Triple H and Jericho after uh, Hogan Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah like why didn't they put anything in the middle there? It seems kind of strange. But they could have had a promo or something. Yeah, they were they running had no late promos though. Promos really too. So they had a <laughs> perfect spot for it. I mean, they did run a promo, but not like a live promo. No, nothing to run it. So those are the shows. What about Starcast in general? If we're going meet and greets, uh, Chris saw his favorite U.S. champion of all time. Well, as uh, if anyone's a regular listener, they heard "What's Your Era," and my era, the Horseman, is of course <laughs> the combination of Ric Flair, Arn. Benoit and Mr. Mongo McMichael. He did not disappoint in the meet and greet. He was a treat walking around before it all started. He was funny. He was lively. I told him I feel like I'm cheating on my hometown because I'm a Lions fan. And he goes, oh, I don't hate the Lions. I love them. I was like, well, because you beat them all the time. He goes, no, I didn't beat them. I whooped that ass every time we met the Lions. I was like, damn. Fucking hate Mongo. (laughs) (laughs) Who else did? Who did I meet? I met. Uh, oh, who did you meet? Did I meet? <laughs> so I, I met uh, Joey Ryan. Uh-huh. I have a picture of me pointing to his dick. Uh, Tully and Arn. I got their autograph and took a picture. Mm-hmm. And all these pictures are up on the twenty by twenty pod, what, Instagram. And then uh, I met CM Punk. Yeah. The man. Hey. Who? Fanboyed out, huh? I purchased a. Were you, like, shaking your hands, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, when you walk up to him? <laughs> like the girl at Astronomicon yes. for Ryan Hurst. <laughs> I didn't see anyone straight up crying for anyone. Outside of yourself? <laughs> it was hard to see outside of my tears. <laughs> your tears are so hazy. It's hard to see what anyone else was doing. Young Hoot had the best meet and greet of the weekend. Or yeah, messenger. I think mine was definitely stole the show. The uh, I did the DDP workshop, uh, the yoga workshop. It was really sweet just kind of getting to talk with him, hear his stories about the the road and back in the day and all the obstacles he overcame. Um, but yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the weekend. Did a little inspirational uh, talking. And then you proceeded to go eat horribly for the next two days. <laughs> oh, I'm changing after this trip, but yeah, he definitely uh, opened my eyes to some, some bad shit. Whoa, we got some uh, interference here. A little bit of rain? No, like on the sound. Whose phone is going off? Not mine. I wonder if we have a cop coming. <laughs> We're on the radar. <laughs> this just shows that we are live and We're live, moving. pal. Steve had a good meet and greet, if you want to call it a meet and greet. Are you talking about when Frank Mir almost punched me? Yeah. That, well, that's the second one. Well, the first one was uh, oh. when, when you offered Greg Valentine a cold beverage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we uh, it's early in the day. I'd say it's probably 11, 11 a.m. Friday. No, Saturday, and um, brought down a grocery bag full of Miller High Lifes to the <laughs> collector's corner. Passing by Greg Valentine, I asked him, I said, hey, Greg, you want a High Life? <laughs> he stared at the bag of beers for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Told me why the hell not. Popped one of them boys. <laughs> so we basically drank with Greg the Hammer. Yeah, we were a few tables down, but we were drinking High Lifes the same time. We looked at We made eye contact with him. Oh, man, every beers. time I looked over there, he was turning that boy up. <laughs> Uh, who else did we have? Oh, Steve also ran into Frank Mir. Oh, yeah. I literally ran into Frank Mir by accident. Um, 
and his his like gut reaction when I came around the corner and it was like we were me he didn't see me coming and his uh his reaction was to you know cock his fist back like he was gonna <laughs> knock me out and then he gave me the look like man that was close buddy you almost got it and the, the spot where it was gonna happen is down like a hallway off the beaten path a little so the visual of Frank Mir just taking off after he leaves you laying there was just replaying in my head nonstop. We had lots of other interactions. Al Four. Snow came by and purchased a Kobo tea. That was exciting. That, that was, was cool. Good. Uh, we talked to uh, Hornswoggle, yep. a.k.a. Swoggle, a.k.a. Dylan Postel. Yep. A.k.a. the Leprechaun. That's right. The, <laughs> the original bastard. The, the son of Vince McMahon. Seen friend of the uh, pod and product, uh, Sienna. Talked to her for a few. Mm-hmm. Also known as mm-hmm. Allison K. Yep. Uh, she was on her way to Rise uh, today, I think. She was doing commentary for Rise, still in Chicago. We already talked about Tony Schiavone, right? Yes. Because I had a meet and greet with Tony. I won. You didn't, yeah, you didn't mention that in your meet and greet list, but... I think I talked about him earlier. Oh, yeah. Tony was a good guy. His karaoke was phenomenal. Earlier in the show feels like years ago for some reason right now. I know. It's probably because we recorded it four days ago. Doesn't seem like it, though. Who else did we? We talked to a bunch of other people. Uh, we seen our buddy Dave Silva. Talked to him for a few. He was did? happy as always. Dave Hancock, super cool. Did you end up talking to him? Yeah, I was talking to him. I was pretty inebriated when I was talking to him at the... Uh, <laughs> you? No. At the uh, karaoke. It was late. It was like, what, 1 a.m.? So everyone was kind of toasty in there. I was sleeping during karaoke. Yeah. Marco Stunt was singing. Uh, Tony Deppin was singing. It was, it was a happening in there. Tony was singing. I was contemplating doing it, but uh, yeah, if it wasn't the random pull of the uh, songs. Yeah, the rules were a little weird, but we found out that Tony Schiavone was cheating, so that <laughs> throws it all out the window. Oh, I know we're forgetting other people. I saw DDP eating breakfast. Does that 15 count? egg whites you said he had on yeah, his plate? Probably, at least. Probably what was cool, though, like, before the workshop, when I met DDP, like, everyone has to do the uh, half diamond cutter sign with him, and he says you have to, like... Uh, engaged like you're doing the yoga I did it and I almost knocked him over he's like oh you got a lot of energy you're ready for today DDP caught me on the knees behind the merch table hiding (laughs) eating a Chick-fil-A looking eye contact right at me just in disgust I was like I'm sorry man to also talk to uh, Jake Manning yeah the the man scout he works for high spots if you need your anything you need at high spots they're not a sponsor but we made friends with them they're good talk to our friends at 123 pins I forgot his name Will. Yes. Talk to him. That was good. Catch up. Finally meet him in person. And obviously we talked to the people who you've already heard in this episode. We talked to uh, Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. And we talked to Marty DeRosa. That's right. Both good guys. We uh, should have got Earl on. Earl seemed like he would have been down. Oh, yeah. He was at the he was at the bar like when me and Steve got our last beer up there. And we were about to buy him one, but he was getting shots from someone else. Oh. Last time I was up there, he was sitting in a lawn chair with a couple other guys next to ODB's food truck like it was a tailgate, just drinking beers out there. It was awesome. <laughs> Did you see him take his shirt off when yes. he was on the table? I think he sold it probably to someone. That's his official AEW shirt. He, don't say that. He's making money off of them. It's framed in somebody's basement right now. Selling crew gear. Hey, Don West, if you're listening, got any more Which than Eric Bischoff mats left. I forgot to come up and get one from you. Don West, if you're listening. <laughs> I know you're out there. There. We may get some ears on this episode, so maybe Don oh, yeah. will do us. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're giving everyone a great thing to listen to then, our first, you know, first-time listeners. Yeah. we stuck listening to this. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller coming in, listening to uh, what When I'm in Detroit, I'm rocking with <laughs> 20 I'm by 20 Detroit, I rock with them 20 by 20 boys. 
That was a great idea Steve had, is to have old school radio spots by legends. Like Mo. Or Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on. Can't even remember who was there. I was starstruck. I was scared to go talk to him. It was a weird spot where he was at. It was. The layout was good, but... Did anybody talk to Sergeant Slaughter? He gets brought up on the pod a lot, and he was just hanging out right by the I, door. Almost every, like he was working security. It was. I was always afraid to talk to him, honestly. I should have said something because he gave us a follow out of the blue, and I'm like, from like where, how... So I don't know what, what if I just said something. He must have someone run his thing, though, and just blanket follows things. Have we just mentioned him so much on social media that maybe they search it and they yeah, follow Yeah, they us? search the word and SEO. Uh, he, has a, he has someone running SEO for him. What are you talking about? Search oh, is engine optimization, right? Isn't that what they would be doing? I have no idea. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what's he talking you about? Gotta, you gotta make sure all your stuff's very searchable, and they have people... Running search engine searches on all of you. Speaking of search engine searches, <laughs> you can now find our podcast at, which I didn't fix this weekend, which I was supposed to, uh, at 20by20pod.com. Holy we a, shit. We have a .com. It still just redirects you to the main site, but... Perfect timing with this uh, episode. Yes. You don't have to worry about... Uh, well, you can still worry about Stitcher and Google and iTunes and Apple and all that stuff, but... Uh, you can just go straight to the website, 20by20pod.com. You need to get some uh, promo photos up there or something. you got to get some... Yeah, we'll do to... a little work on there. It's just a, a housing right now. A, a domain a housing? No. <laughs> we did not see Dan housing, but we did see... A Dan uh, housing t-shirt. And a pen. Yeah. Uh, how were sales this weekend, Chris? Pretty good. We think we, uh, I think we covered the trip, so that's a plus. What was the biggest seller? The Rosemont... Horizon uh, t-shirt for sure. It was weird by day two because Sportatorium had nothing like day one and two and then day three was the Sportatorium run. I think that was our buddy Marty gave everyone a shout out on that. Uh, go check it out, he said. Few, Sheik uh, Blood hoodie yeah, had a nice Sheik run. Yeah, there were a lot of Sheik the Blood. hats all sold out. Online special drop release of the hats. Variants coming soon, right? It was a pretty busy weekend. It was. Successful weekend. Very successful. Made some new friends. Like Seen two. some old ones. What name a new there? friend that you made. Uh, the guy from High Spots. I forgot his name. <laughs> not not Jake Manning, the other guy. Yeah, there were a ton of people there, but, you know, we didn't interact with any of them. We're just discussing the people that we actually talked to. Hopefully now we're recording over somebody's big interview here. <laughs> no, that, that, that doesn't happen on here, I don't think. I don't think. That's not a... I mean, I know. <laughs> I know what we're doing. How about when Pete tried to tell Coca-Bana how to do a podcast... That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Colt's like, you should pause that. And he's like, no, it doesn't work for, like, and he starts explaining it. And I'm like, you're telling the pod father how to podcast? I was mistaken. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Colt. He knows what's going on. He's a friend. He's a brother. He is. Good dude. He did not like the uh, original hugger sticker. Right. Is that going to go on the website? Yeah. We'll All put right. it up there. So if you check out the original hugger website. On Live the- now. <laughs> if you check out the original hugger sticker. On the 20 by 20 apparel website, it's a uh, uh, it captures the essence of what was ha- Halloween Havoc 95, and it's on a sticker form. Colt Cabana looked at it and said, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that one. I like yeah. that sheep blood one, though. Like? He did like that sheep blood. With the prismatic color. 
Do we put the leftover Sheik Blood hoodies on the web store, or do they get burned uh, with a uh, fireball and lost forever? If you didn't get them then, they're a mystery forever. Yeah, it's still the season of the pumpkin, so I think we should probably, we're just getting into it, so probably put the leftovers up there. Yeah, we didn't talk to you about that, Steve, that everything's so limited, Sheik Blood style. Yeah. That at the end of the show, we just burn You throw off. a fireball at them, and they go up in flames, and then who knows? If you, if you didn't get it, they're gone forever, mysteriously. Mysterious ball of fire. I don't like that. <laughs> a lot was, of money in them hoodies. Sixty dollars is a steal. If they're up on the web store, they'll be there. If Get it not, now, live. Or we'll uh, just contact us directly through. I told uh, Supercop there were a hundred. <laughs> you did. I knew <laughs> I didn't have his size, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he was not happy. We're passing some guys on the road who look like they're coming back from Starcast. Those guys look like wrestling fans. The guy in the back was holding his ears like he was Pharaoh trying to get enter the oh. arena. Poor Pharaoh. It wasn't anyone's fault. Stuff no, happens. The pyro guys. Yeah. yeah, it was probably the pyro guy's fault. Cody, Cody got in his knees and crawled over to him to make sure he was all right. So yeah, Pharaoh's a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> it'd been funny if he bit DDP though. <laughs> the positivity is not flowing through Pharaoh. <laughs> DDP's got to run back with his hand. <laughs> no blood policy. <laughs> DDP bleeding. <laughs> Oh, oh, the entrance one. Man, there's been blood at every big AEW show, and I love it. There doesn't have to be blood to make it good. But, but it adds to a big match feel. There's blood at JC, uh, GCW, and it didn't make that. Ooh, Real buddy, quick, there was blood. My favorite spot of the weekend, minus the guy climbing at the fucking <laughs> GCW show on the roof. Yeah. Uh, was probably the Darby Allen skateboard thing. With yeah. the fucking tags to the back. That was great. I, I hope that they captured that on TV. But live, it looked really cool, but we didn't realize that Yeah, there were live, I didn't know there were tacks on the skateboard. I liked them falling backwards into the steps. God, that was insane. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. <laughs> Jacob's dying in the back. You're right back there? I feel like he didn't look back to, like, even gauge how far he was from the stairs. Like He hit it perfect, though. Yeah. And the whiplash. Just like he hit the apron perfect when he did it to Cody Rhodes. Man. You know who did not hit anything perfect was, uh, I forgot the guy's name from... GCW caught the side of that ladder and ripped his arm wide open. Oh, when it fell oh, off the top? Yeah. yeah. We seen him in a sling the next day at Starcast. He was looking rough. Looking like he was hurting. Well, he was leaking. Put on a hell of a show, though. Yeah, them boys put their uh, lives and... There's a lot of spooky dust in I'm that a, one I, When we get back, we gotta tell uh, Cousin Aaron from the pod about the GCW and how it felt like ECW 97. It had that vibe, man. There was I'm magic in the air that fucking night. Fucking go. It was Spooky like gas. as much as we joke about it, and I'm sure this will be a running bit for future episodes. Like it was a good time. It was a super cool atmosphere. Like it was like you were walking in the Fight Club. Yeah, like just the Grimey outside ass building. Yeah, you step into like the netting. It was <laughs> it was cool. I just and the crowd was hype as hell. I mean, it, it helped that it was 11 o'clock on a Friday night and everyone's been drinking all day. Buckets of beers. <laughs> they couldn't keep the beers fast enough. The yeah, dudes those, loading. Those two bar backs were. They're fast, dude. That's what the they're Sears. Bringing Medellos in in a wheelbarrow. Sears Center needs some of those guys working because they were not. Oh yeah, pushing can we the bury up? the Sears Center? <laughs> yeah, man, do save, not do that shit again. There, save the plaque, but add a couple bathrooms or another you know, concession stand or something. Has that building just not had that many people in it in like twenty years? Like, what's you don't think the Bulls G League team gets ten thousand people? No. I was in line for Coors Light, and the lady ran out after I'd already been in the line for like twenty minutes. And uh, the line next to it was some shitty-ass vodka lemonades. I hopped over to get one of those just because I was so parched. That's what we got. So we got parched. one of those and then uh, two of those and then went downstairs to get the craft beer. And 
the two craft beer taps were out. All the craft beers were gone. All that was left was cans of like uh, hard whiskey and stuff. Yeah, for ten dollars. Ten dollar cans of fucking Coors Light. <laughs> Jacob's having uh, breathing troubles in the car because it's too cold. The air conditioning's on. Feels nice. <laughs> we were in the hottest part of the building in Collector's Corner. Yeah, until someone shit their pants. It was hot over there in that corner, that's for sure. I go to the other side of the room and I'm like, why, why is it 10 degrees cooler over here? You know what was hot was the car on the way to StarCast. Because Jacob had the heat on in the back seat. <laughs> it's goddamn Labor Day weekend and he's got the heat. What was it, 6 a.m.? Chilly hoot. Cold outside and we had the air blasting. Nah, I need to put the heat on back here. He it, said, nah. The heat was blowing right on Steve's neck. Did he not thought a spooky ghost was I thought the gimmicks were on fire in the <laughs> back of the truck here. It did not help him with his uh, having to go to the bathroom situation. It's like dipping your hand in warm water. You <laughs> made the process go even further. That's why I did not drink the coffee on the way here. I may have to make another stop before we get, uh, get home. For what? <laughs> go to the bathroom again. Get a piss jug like Riley Martin. We don't got time to stop. You got to go pee-pee? We've stopped more times for you on this trip than anyone combined. So I can hit the pen gimmick. (laughs) We might just have to stop at that Hardy's Loves uh, Jerk Shop again. Double check if they got any El Santo movies. (laughs) I mean, it's halfway. It's a good spot. We'll just, we'll hit that up. Are you hitting up the jerk shop or the gas station? That's what I said. (laughs) All right. Um... Are there any other stories that we're going to tell, or are we just going to let this linger? Uh, <laughs> the ones that we can actually tell. Not like the ones we've been saying. Did anybody, did anybody buy anything in the collector's corner? Uh, I bought one of those shirts. I don't know how to pronounce the name. I feel like a real asshole. Um, but then Cabana said it, and I'm like, wow, that's not how I would say it. I know what you're talking about. The guy who ha- does- isn't like Haru? No, that's the guy who does the art for Let's not leave it up to Sandu. you to pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's leave <laughs> Give me your mic. I'm turning you off. Um, I, bought, I bought two retros for Ivan. Yes, that's good. That was about it. Yeah, I, I was. Bu- I, I, I was bu- contemplating getting a tattoo and contemplating getting some green card Hasbro's, but I bought two Hasbro belts for Andrew. All the food next door was so expensive. I couldn't buy any gimmicks. Yeah, I bought way more food than I did anything else. I did get the uh, Run the Jewels uh, Seattle Meadow shirt from uh, our good friend uh, One Two Three Pins. Yeah, it was a sweet shirt. Yeah, they had a lot of good pounds. So. I didn't actually look at them all. I know I oh. seen the ones he was posting online, the uh, Medusa or Orange Blaze. That, that was Medusa then, yeah. That one was great. The one with the the trash. Yeah, bin? that was real funny. I regret not buying a GCW shirt, but I did buy that at the venue. Yeah, there'll be more opportunities when you bring them to Detroit for oh, spring break. Get them boys baby. at the whiskey factory. No, Some, talk about a show. Someone will be falling off the roof. Can you imagine Orange Cassidy kicking shins inside the whiskey factory? Oof. You, dig, you can make a drink for the night called the Orange Cassidy. That one might have to be in the parking lot, though. <laughs> so so someone could jump off the roof onto Just something with wild? the glass breaking and shit. That's true. You can't have spooky gas while you're making whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have it out in the parking lot with a taco truck? That is a, that's a parking lot show for yeah, sure. That's fine. You can have a little... I think they would want it in the parking lot. It would look too nice in the old wrestling venue. That's too, not their vibe. Too nice. I agree. They want it to look punk rock. It's very classy. Keep the classy old wrestling upstairs and keep the spooky gas in the basement. <laughs> spooky gas. Keep it out of the podcast row upstairs. <laughs> That's where we and Dan Housen like to hang out. Dan Housen talk- haunts this whiskey factory when he's not wrestling. Don't, Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't haunt the factory. He just 
was haunting our uh, our episode. He was. He was inside the ghost inside the pod machine. It's the reason why we heard radio coming through. <laughs> 92.3 was playing. <sighs> yeah, I don't know any other stories of interactions or anything funny. Yeah, nothing that we can actually no say. No way. There's a... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say there's enough people that are about to be incriminated <laughs> in the story coming up. Uh, we're, we're using this time, this downtime on the drive home to decompress. And, Tie up some loose ends. Yeah. Get us back into normal life. Not all wild and crazy. And Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Stealing other pods gimmicks now. We gotta go. Yeah, what other? We steal all the podcast gimmicks. <laughs> that's okay. <sighs> so that's it. You got I anything think so. else, Steve? You have any closing comments? Good friend, Steve? I'm trying to think, but, uh, you know, it'll come to me after we get done with this shit. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about this for a long, long time, but this is just a little test run in the car. See how it goes. Yeah. Tying up the week. Yeah. I mean, this is the uh, the epitome of the uh, pitch you say for the 20 by 20 pod. It's like you're on a road trip with your friends, and here we are on a road trip from a wrestling show in Chicago. How do you lead the uh, audience into what, what yeah. we're about to, to take them to? All right. I well, I was going to ask everyone if they had any last words. Oh. Does oh. Jacob have any Why? Last because words? this thing's be shut down after what's about to be yeah. had? L- literally, Jacob, what are your last words? <laughs> uh, it was fun podcasting. All right. It's good to see that you two are actually sharing the mic. I need a new mic. We need multiple mics. Because Why? Because the podcast is done after this one. Oh. Yeah, I think we're... So... The end-all be-all. I don't even know if this is going to be in the notes. I don't know if this is just going to be a little hidden Easter egg. But as we were... Uh-oh. Someone's phone is making noise. <laughs> I'll be editing this out. Because this is the important part. Okay, now it's over. I swear. Maybe it's like a satellite above the car. I swear it catches, like, the cop traps. Leave that boy running. We're going 90 back home now. <laughs> so, anywho, any hoot, on uh, Sunday afternoon, we were in a collector's corner. We were talking to people. We were getting ready to go. Who did I happen to run into? Who did I happen to run hey, into? Hey, I closed the deal. <laughs> Don't take the mic, Steve. Don't let him talk. <laughs> Thank you. So, so if you've listened to the last episode, you know that Jacob does not close any deals. So Jesus Christ. That's all right. All this out. It's fine. <laughs> That's why he's not allowed to have a microphone. <laughs> uh, good friend Steve is now holding the mic, so we're good. I ran into Joey Janella, the bad boy. The who? I'm a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he was coming out of a a signing, and I said, hey, Mr. Janella. Mr. (laughs) Janella. We have some uh, T-shirts downstairs. We think that'll be your style. And I am wearing the uh, King of the Deathmatch shirt that is on 20 by 20 apparel. And he said, do you have that shirt? (laughs) And I said, yes, we do. He said, that's my style. And a friendship was born. And he said, lead the way. So I took him downstairs. He grabbed a uh, deathmatch shirt and a spring break tee, a spring break tank. Spring tank top. And he was pumped about it. He was. He liked it. He t- took some stickers. I think he took a whole bunch of stuff. Prismatic. The chic blood. Chic blood. Yep. He walked out for a smoke, came back, and we had a little talk. 
Well, he past the table. You're going to ruin the mystique with that. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> J- Jacob's trying to take credit for going to grab him again. But uh, it was a collaborative effort, and we got the bad boy, Joey Janela. I'm a bad boy. Star of GCW, current star of AEW, and a spring break legend. Yes. And uh, now we call him Friend. Friend. So we're going to end this episode by letting you in on a little conversation. You're you're a fly on the wall. You're just hanging out like you're just, well, A, literally a fly on the wall of this conversation. (laughs) A fly on a Janela. (laughs) And B, it's like you're just standing next to him just waiting to talk and listen and be a part of the conversation. So (laughs) come on in. Join our talk with the bad boy, Joey Janela. So we are here at the last day of StarCast with the bad boy, Joey Janela. What's going on, sir? Got this free beer. But like, I feel like drinking. Uh, got alcohol poisoning last week in Tokyo, and ever since, I'm like, that's probably maybe my wake-up call. Like, I don't know if I want to drink anymore. I'm kind of old now. <laughs> You're getting up there. It's like I'm still living at a 21-year-old Jersey Shore life. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, it, whatever. It suits you. So, we have a couple questions for you. We are based in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Have you ever had any experiences wrestling, uh, anything? No, I really haven't even wrestled there. I think I did like a show for Revolve outside of Detroit. Yeah, Besides yeah. that, and just, uh, yeah, like uh, Eminem. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, Eminem. What, ICP? Are they so, Detroit, too? So that's and the ne- Kid Rock. This is the next question we Music ask Music City, baby. <laughs> it is. We ask everyone, if you're a wrestling fan, should ICP be in the Hall of Fame because we have differing opinions of uh, that's a hard one I don't, that, that will never happen I know it won't see I know that's not the question the question what do you think do I think they like you're a wrestling fan you yeah I'm gonna say probably not <laughs> thank you yeah as much as I'd love the Juggalos I don't <laughs> yeah but also you know now Vince loves those right wing guys Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Dude, it's like a fucking, you got Trump in there, you got Kid Rock. <laughs> it's like the fucking Nazi wink. <laughs> all right, well, we don't know how much of this we can use, but that's okay. This is all use good. all of it, right? Yeah, no. That's literally all we ask about is Detroit and ICP. That's all yeah. we wanted. You can use whatever you want. Is there anything else? I you don't give a shit. Tell our legions of fans. Uh, what happened? Get on Mike. Uh, I said, uh, any more cubs than Mr. Danger shirt? Where's that from? Oh, this is from Mr. Danger Steakhouse yes. in Japan. Hey, you, you had a nice little tour over there recently? Yeah, yeah, last week. I just got back Wednesday. Been jet lag ever since. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I got the sweet Mr. Danger shirt. I got a couple other. I got a Ribera jacket. They gave me one. I didn't think I was going to get one. Finished my steaks. A fan walked up to the guy and said, oh, Joey Janela, AEW. They said, we don't know who oh. he is. Let me call my boss. And the boss said, okay. <laughs> they color, gave me the jacket. What color scheme? Blue. Navy blue one? Navy blue. Nice. Navy blue is nice, too. I, I see those. They're different. They're different from the old Ribera jackets. They only make them an extra large now because that's what they gave everyone. Well, then you don't need that. Just give it to one of us. No, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like 15 years of fucking hard work. Yeah. I even think great. I was going to get a Ribera jacket going in there, and I got a Ribera jacket, so it's pretty sick. That's sweet. 
We're are, are we able to rate steaks? Which steak was better? Is that oh, a, you don't want to do Dangers. <laughs> it was a, a fe- one of the best steaks I ever had in my life. Nice. No, I vomited up later that night because I was so hammered. <laughs> uh, so I drank about 16 shots of uh, Jameson and about 18 highballs and beers and everything. This is a, within like 10-hour period of like abusive <laughs> drinking. And it went to Mr. Dangerous in between, and man, that steak tasted great going down. <laughs> oh. I was too, I was passed out to know how it felt coming up, but it was the time change. It I was almost the had the Bon Scott incident. <laughs> oh, don't say that. That's what it. I'm good. I made it here to kill myself in a, a rig. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good job last night. We uh, yeah, highly appreciate what you do there. Yeah, look at Abdullah's here. You guys got Abdullah. We do the bloody version. Yeah. We left- oh, it's a bloody version. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> we left the non-bloody version at home. Yeah, having a mascot on the table getting offered purchases. Yeah. So we need to just like yeah. walk over to that guy. Should I get tested after touching that action figure? He's like 15 years old. It should yeah. be dried up and yeah. yeah no, good. it's yeah. not. Right, it's okay. You got a fly swarm me over here. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the flies hunting around me? I smell like shit or something. <laughs> no, dude. All day these flies been fucking swarming me. Feel like fucking uh, pig pen from the <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I took a shower this morning. It was pretty good. You had yeah. a long night with your uh, your tone look party last yeah, night. Yeah, the tone look party was complete clusterfuck, but a great one. That's nice. good. Yeah, tone look. I heard he requested a couple things to be in his green room, which I found out today. Oh, one was good. marijuana, of course, <laughs> and the second was Hooters Buffalo Shrimp. <laughs> Real random. <laughs> that is great. That's great. I was like, oh, that's weird. It's like the bowl of Skittles, only red Skittles. Yeah, I want yeah. Hooters Buffalo Shrimp. Like, I wonder if they, they got him like a few containers of it, or they got. Fuck it, this fly, man. When <laughs> they got a few containers of it, or they get him like a catering tray of Hooters Buffalo Shrimp for him and his boys. That's fucking weird. They probably <laughs> just got like a frozen But the thing is, Tone, Tone Loke, he did his songs early. He did Wild Thing and Funky Cole Medina early, and then he just did everyone else's songs. He did Gin and Juice. He did fucking, um, uh, what's the Mark Wahlberg show, uh, song? Good Vibrations. Yeah, yeah. He, he did everyone else's songs. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Became a cover, a hip hop cover band. Something. It was, was weird. Really... It was definitely fucking weird concert. He had like eight towels stacked up on the <laughs> stage, probably from the sweat from the Hooters Buffalo Shrimp. <laughs> a lot of sodium going through that body yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> probably that's probably where you're sweating it out. But he's used to being on that I Love the '90s tour where he just does the two songs and the DJ and just out. goes right into the next one. He's like, "Shit, I haven't done a full show since 1989." Yeah, no. Here comes Salt and Pepper. Or here comes, you know, TLC. <laughs> yeah, I tasted something weird in this beer. Was it the fly? Maybe it was that fly, man. Maybe I drank that fly. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got rid of it. We yeah, appreciate yeah, it. So. If anything pro- came from this, it's that you got rid of the fly. Good protein. Yeah, there was a fly attacking me earlier too. <laughs> I swear to God, there might be something up with me. Might have like secret dog shit on me somewhere. <laughs> we would tell you. You never we know in the hotel what, what, you, what you might have stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on here? Just packing up. Everyone's yeah, packing up. Yeah, we're breaking down. Why am I the only wrestler still here? It's a good question. I'm just talking to you guys. Yeah. Because you had the last signing. Yeah, I guess I had the last signing, but I showed up also an hour and a half late. <laughs> so I'm on. Jo- I'm on Joey Janela time. <laughs> You came and, in, there was like four people waiting there, standing yeah. there for like an hour and a half. Sorry, dudes. You and you Pharaoh were the last two. Oh, Pharaoh, yeah. That was weird. Uh, people had Pharaoh autographs. Like, how the fuck does that dog sign autographs? <laughs> Dip his paw on some ink? Yeah. 
It wasn't a ball print. It was actual signed by him. <laughs> it's actually signed <laughs> by him. Yeah. It was some weird shit, man. Well, the money went to a good cause. So. That dog, it's probably pretty smart. He probably Cody probably put him through some kind of training. He has enough money to make him sign autographs. He's a good dog, though. Very good. I, I just... I, I met him before, but I never really approached him. Now, it's, <laughs> this weekend, I petted him. He's very soft, very friendly. And then when it's, once he gets to know you, he if you walk by him, he like kind of gives you a little, come give me a little rub, give you a little scratch. <laughs> All right, sure. Kind of like what Jacob did when he saw you walking around. He, yeah. he made a little scratch. A little like, scratch, a little rub. But I don't know how the dog signs fucking autographs. That's some weird shit to me. Yeah, we're going to look into that one. That's something to do. It could be. I don't know. It could be a little forgery right there, right there. I don't know, man. Speculation and hearsay. Yeah. I haven't seen any videos of this dog signing these autographs. They're they're, they're, they're like uh, as legit as Rob Feinstein autographs. Is he still around here? No, maybe a little bit. That's okay. Don't tell him that. You're not the first person to... He'll probably be like, ha, 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 that's so funny. Fucking guy. We've already had someone insinuate very similar things today on this, so well, you're okay. If we're gonna cut anything, it's uh, you don't have to cut t- anything t- from this interview. Bad about why would you? Cut- <laughs> why are we gonna cut? We're not cutting anything. This why yeah, Why would we cut? Talk about Pharaoh. He's a wonderful dog. He's, a, he's very majestic looking. This majestic. Wonderful fucking dog. Signs autographs. Better handwriting than me for sure. <laughs> Does My autograph's sh- like a child's autograph. Does that Sheik Blood sticker uh, speak to you with a prismatic? It's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it matches the color scheme of that badass Mr. Danger shirt. I can't stop staring at it. It's sick. <laughs> Mr. Danger. This really gets over on audio. It does. Hey, <laughs> that's what we do. What's this guy doing? <laughs> Is he trying to get a double interview like at the I same time? Is. I think so. <laughs> trying to mooch... Yeah. 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 I guess some guy yesterday. I, I called him Filipino Jim Ross, but he's actually South Korean. I did see. So that I was kind of a little bit, 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 uh, bit racist, but I guess I don't know. He's like, no, it's all right. But uh, I made him sing Shania Twain. Uh, uh, man, I feel like a woman because he requested country music, and it was fucking wonderful. <laughs> we should have made our way down here, I guess. we. Yeah, we missed out on that. Scarlett lazy. Bordeaux wanted to sing with me, and then I sung Britney Spears with her for about a minute, and then I was like, you know what? This is weird. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you run into the guy who dressed like Stone Cold, but he has the E.T. head? He's here again? He, he was here. Oh, Stone Cold E.T. That was like a big viral guy like 10 years ago. Last year at uh, Sunday after All In, he gave me a uh, stunner. Legendary, but he had no idea who the fuck I was. <laughs> so he thought it was just some Mark asking for a stunt. <laughs> You're getting big time by ET. I heard he has an ego. I heard he has a fucking ego anyway. Superhuman is one of our favorites, obviously. Superhuman, yeah. he's got an ego now. Oh my god! I told him, I said, you got to get rid of your best friend Paul. Oh. He's trying to steal your fucking thunder, and now he's got a whole crew. Now he's got yeah. a girl. Oh no, he's gonna ruin they it. They look like fucking Slipknot. Like, yeah, the girl like hypnotized him and oh, no. like dragged him in. Somewhere. I don't know. He's he's overcomplicating it. Yeah. He keeps on hitting up people. He won't hit me up and say this, but he goes, AEW won't last. He's some a- NXT stand. So. Fuck him, actually. <laughs> yeah, and then he asked me today. He hits me up. How do you make a barbed wire chair? How the fuck do I do? I look like a fucking construction worker. Yeah, he really did. He hit me up. You wanna? Let's go through superhuman messages. All right, this is good. 
Nick Estrada, that's his name. I'm looking at <laughs> Joey Janela looking through his phone right now. <laughs> he sent me this weird picture of... of what the hell? <laughs> It was first he sent me this. What in the world is happening? Uh, this can't be seen. Thank God we're not a video podcast. he sent podcast. me his best friend, Paul. Oh, no. <laughs> you just, hey, you just killed the mystique of superhuman I'm for tired us. Huh? Of, I'm t- here's a good one. I'm tired of faking who I am. I am a fucked up person with a broken heart. It's your choice if you want to continue being my friend. I say and do whatever I want. I don't give a fuck what people think. Don't like it? Leave. That's a random message I got like in uh, the middle of the night. Wow. And then I get pictures of him like his cuts. Oh, what is this? A spider bite or an ant bite? <laughs> You're a fly expert, not a yeah. spider or ant bite. Let's see what else he said. Apparently Enzo talks shit about him. Says no different than some of the shit I see on TV. Talking about superhuman. And then superhuman I said... Tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not going to respond. All he wants is clout. I'm not going to give that little chihuahua shit rapper clout. Wow. So he, is not, <laughs> he is not a good wrestler. And if he keeps up talking shit, I'm going to do fuck this shit elbow drop on top of him. <laughs> All right. This is a... This is the spooky mask. That is scary. <laughs> yeah. Is this spooky? That's what he asked me. <laughs> What, I said, what the fuck is this? Am I spooky? I go, yeah, man. Oh, I'm going to choke. Oh. This is never ending. Now, we all know that he's like a little strange. Like, we love the videos, but you're giving us proof that there's... How like- the fuck do you take a spear? Just take it. That was me. Tell me I had shit service. There's some good ones. We call him from like clubs and shit while we were all at the club. Like Australia, he was like, I don't know what time it was for him, but we were all at the club at like three in the morning. We're FaceTiming superhuman at this like ultra packed f- fucking club. Like, what do you want? He gets good reception down there wherever he is? Yeah. When he's on his porch? I'm going to do a butt buster onto a microwave. Good idea or bad idea? <laughs> what style? Yeah, who's the style? style? Uh, butt buster, I think, is uh, McFoley style maybe. I thought maybe it was like the Yokozuna in the video game style. You don't even like know who you fucking Yokozuna is. <laughs> Are you saying he's a new school fan, not an old school fan? <laughs> he does wear mall ICP shirts. Maybe we'll yeah. find one more. Yeah, Chris was a little late to the oh, podcast no. there. My side's creeping up. I pulled my groin muscle. I'm going to have to take a couple weeks off. Should I tell my fans or just disappear? <laughs> <laughs> just, you can't just yes, disappear. Yes, tell them. Why? They're going to call me a pussy. <laughs> well, he's smart enough to so know So let that. them know yeah. you're injured. They're not going to believe me, LOL. Feels like I'm reading a Catch a Predator transcript. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't say that with certain people in the room. Oh, son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck this shit. This was great. Well, this was worth every second of time that we spent. You guys give me a free fucking Spring Break Nitro t-shirt. You and Big Kev, the only two rocking it out there. Yep. And the, uh, the wrestling world. Who, Nash? Yep. Yeah. You just start following me on Twitter. I got almost a whole click following me on Twitter. Oh, nice. Which give me hope that if I had a time machine, if I was in 96, I would be a part of the click. Maybe, uh, I can see that. maybe uh, fill that Aldo Montoya spot. <laughs> I thought maybe you would take the Xbox spot. No, I, I, no Xbox is my boy in Nash. And Nash, I'm, I don't really know, but Hall, I'm cool with. Just need to get HBK. 
to be my friend. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> well, when he'll when he's your coach at uh, NXT, you can. Uh, no, no, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, years down the line. Not years right down now, the line, yeah. I'm straight to the fucking main roster, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah Royal Rumble fucking debut. Now we're talking down to it. <laughs> what am I talking? I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. What is this? Oh, twisted. So they put on their own. Convention? I heard about it. Yeah. Did you wrestling horror? You got the guy from Revenge of the Nerds. You know, if they uh, let you come up, you can be our guest there. Lloyd Kaufman. Fucking trauma. Yeah, do you? (laughs) (laughs) So we'll hit you up if you want to come up and be our guest. You can come hang out if you don't have a booking. This is February 7th and 9th. It's in Detroit, Michigan. Maybe. There'll be a little bit of snow, but that's okay. You can stay warm with some uh, whiskey from the... Someone said something about trying to get a wrestling show there. Kevin Gill the other day. We were talking about it. Does he... Yeah, we have a venue. Whiskey factory venue for you. Nice. All right, guys. We're going to make We this appreciate happen. it. Now yeah. you have friends in Detroit. Yeah, I'm going to go try to have sex with some girls. All right. See you guys. Look at how relaxed Joey Janela is. That's the shocking thing. He is, I mean, he's a weird guy. Don't get me wrong. But you know what You know what his prep was for this match? Going out to the bars on uh, Atlantic Boulevard and shotgunning beers. Hey, that's how I prep. <laughs> I'm a bad Bad.